Welcome to another episode of the Polytechnicast. I'm Rob Stenzinger. This is a place where I record about the creative projects I work on, topics surrounding them. I don't even know where the line begins and ends between personal and professional. <laughs> no, that's not true. It's uh, to me, it's like I have projects that make money. I have projects that don't make money, and I can talk about either of them, or sometimes just talk about my own development and growth to to learn a thing in order to do something I wanted to do. And, you know, I guess if that's an obvious pre- premise, cool, cool. Um, <laughs> and chances are you know all this already because, I mean, you've got this podcast in your feed and um, it's, uh, which, I mean, that's really cool. Thank you for subscribing to the RSS feed and for downloading this, checking it out again. Um, I, I've been away. I've been away, not, but not, not physically, but in, in a presence, right? I like to show up more often. I want to show up more often. I have the capacity to show up a little more often than I do, I think. And that's one of the questions of like, well, well, so why didn't I post that much this year? And, uh, I think it's pretty much two two big reasons. One of them is is about sort of my capacity for projects and and how that's changed this year. And then the other one is is a oh something I learned about myself and like a behavioral thing. So okay, I chose to work on fewer projects. I still will dabble. I still will sketch. And once in a while, we'll make something like a like an illustration, a poster, what have you. I am not a, you know, hyper-focused robot who only does the one big project I, I committed to. But I do pretty much mostly only do that project. And that's Word Turtle Island. I decided this to, um, instead of you know, developing more classes uh, for design and creativity and collaboration type stuff, um, I would primarily focus on my next game. And uh, I've made, I'm proud of where it's, you know, how it's coming along. It, It is my most, I don't know, my most realized game. Um, It's not really a, a, a game that's focused on, you know, learning and, and stuff like that, like Guitar Fretter, I think maybe you might learn because it's so word-focused. Um, but it's really about a playful action experience that happens to use the power of words to, um, well, to do battle. And you're, you're in this um, two-dimensional landscape trying to you know, save the friendly creatures, um, protect the books, and while these other, you know, unfriendly creatures, these opponents try to, um, well, do harm to all the above. And you're using words to do battle. Um, and that's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. And, you know, like growing growing the concept, um, making uh, this custom dictionary of words making um 
user interface components to communicate word weapons and, um, you know, combos and accomplishments and different stuff. It's, it's, um, it's a little bit like, um, it's a, I don't know. It's a, it's a combination of a few different things and a combination of some, and some other piece that, that's, that I haven't really encountered before. I mean, it's a little bit like zombies ate my neighbors with typing of the dead, but also, um, some pattern matching stuff where you don't have to type to use the power of words. You can, you can, um, you can tap or you can tab through and, and, and just sort of match or, uh, eliminate words in, in patterns that, in ways of interacting that are up to you. But then what it means is that now all of a sudden you've, you've started to, you know, collect some power and you can use that to, to do bigger, cooler stuff to get rid of those opponents. So, um, I, yeah, I, this podcast isn't about a clean, refined pitch about the game, <laughs> but it's it's saying that like, like this is a big project that's that's been in development for about a year, and uh, I think I'll be. Um, I'm gonna say I by the end of January I'll have a lot more public to share about it. And I'm hoping that, that that's when I go for the early access, uh, first access. So for, you know, those extra curious um, folks who want to, you know, support the project and, you know, buy into playing the earliest playable version of it, that's, you know, I'm going to do that. And I see that. It's a little foggy. I couldn't tell you exactly what day and exactly how many hours it's going to take me to get there, but I can see it forming, and it's, and it's exciting. It feels good. But that project, in order to make it a reality, has taken... Um, it's, it just takes the, the capacity that I would normally have for podcasts and other things. So um, that is one big reason... But then, and that's about this year in particular, right? But then there's another thing. There's um, something I learned about myself recently. And it, some of you probably, you might have already known this about me because maybe it's that obvious, but it's actually something I did not have, um, I didn't have a concrete foothold on. I just had uh, inkling thinking about like, well, I'd like to post, but I don't know what to post. And I'm just going to listen and watch what others are posting. And, and then oftentimes that, that turns into nothing. I don't, I, well, I learn and I might like others posts. I might reshare them and whatnot, but then I don't share typically. And well, unless I've made something and that's, that's this, um, interesting thing where I feel confident that when I make something and I publish it, that um, I've expressed something that will be helpful or entertaining in some way. It could be a utility, 
could just make make you laugh or could make you think, wow, that's pretty cool. I like, I just somehow am nourished by the aesthetics or whatever, if you like a poster I made or something. But I, I do not have a, um, I mean, I, you know, I always hope more folks like what I, what I do, but I don't know. It's, it's, it doesn't get me stuck. When I make a thing, I feel confident to share a thing. But if I didn't make a thing, I honestly don't feel very confident about sharing the, just the, the, the regular moments, the, um, being a parent and a husband and a, you know, just human being going about the world and reacting to stuff, experiencing stuff. I don't share that. I only share what I, what I make. Right. And, and I've, I've wondered like, why? Like, and I, and I can self edit and I could give voice to like what my internal editor would say, but I don't know if that's important. I think the, the gist of the behavior is that, um, I was wondering why I don't do that. I don't share like, oh, this is the sandwich I had typically. Right. Um, but even if I do, I think, oh, I'm really, it's, it's like, if you look at my Instagram feed, you'll see. Um, I'll share some examples of like some of my cooking now and then. And uh, maybe that's uh, getting closer to just sharing regular things, but it is just this this little interesting, but and it's got an aesthetic to it. It's not like, oh, I was waiting in line at the Department of Motor Vehicles and... I don't know, overheard this, right? I don't do overheard tweets. I don't do, you know, I, I don't know. Like, the, what would it be? It'd be um, tweets about, or, 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 or small microblog posts wherever, Mastodon, anywhere, about just mundane stuff. Um, living, being a citizen, human, anywhere, what have you. Uh And and what's odd is that I do find it nourishing when other people do that, but I haven't found my foothold toward it. And here's what I think is the crux of the behavior that I'm trying to learn about and work through is that I realize I am a people pleaser. And that's the thing that some of you folks may have already known. But I'm a kind of people pleaser that I didn't realize was also lumped into that group, right? Because... So, you know, we all develop traits based on nature and nurture. And so people pleasers are often, um, and I'm not going to give a, a, a really great definition. I'm just saying this off the cuff. But like you've, you have some kind of past difficulty or trauma and that you've adapted to by, you know, getting habits that are maybe avoiding confrontation or trying to... Um, you know, immediately show your pleasure at, at someone's presence or wanting them to show pleasure at your presence or happiness or well-regard or what have you. And th let's see. And so that kind of, you know, characterization made me think, oh, okay, well, it's good to learn about how, you know, all these human traits and quirks and behaviors, but that doesn't sound like any um, anything that I'm really consistently doing, right? Maybe I do some of those things sometimes, but eh. 
but then here's the here you know then I came across one that is the caretaker type of people pleaser and I went oh oh right okay well okay that that one fits <laughs> and and it has to do with you know wanting people to feel you know safe and comfortable and seen and and um well um to to be taken care of right and and i am a caretaker and it's definitely a pretty huge um bucket of behaviors that i have and it really comes down to um like when I've made something and I share it with the world, somehow I feel like I'm taking care of someone. I think I've got your back, someone who who will find this in in you know positive regard, right? That this is going to be a good connection, some way, shape, or form. I made a product and it will help or entertain, educate something, someone, somewhere. But if I didn't really make a thing and I didn't go through a creative process, really to make it and it's just something you know off the cuff stuff um i'll edit that out pretty much pretty consistently once in a while maybe i i don't but that's quite rare i mean it'd be hard to look into any of my social feeds and find really truly off the cuff stuff it's rare um at the very least so there you go. I mean, that's, that, that's why I've only... So you take a big project that, that eats capacity to do small creative things, and the small creative things are how I normally would reach out and be present and say, hi, I'm here. I create things. I care and stuff like that. But uh, without that capacity, that, that, that was kind of like my own hack, my own you know, adaptation to, um, to feel like I'm a caretaker while still, you know, posting stuff to strangers, right? So now what? I have some ideas. I don't think I have a perfect answer or recipe. Honestly, if you have ideas, I'd love to hear from you. Um, you can reach me in all kinds of social spaces. Now that Twitter has gotten to a, a new chaotic leadership circumstance and, and, you know, big change, uh, you know, I wouldn't say, Hey, that's the best place to reach out. Um, but I'm there as Rob Stenzinger. I'm on mastodon.art as Rob Stenzinger. I'm on post as Rob Stenzinger. I'm on hive social. And I mean, so I've branched out because of the Twitter chaos. Like I think a lot of us have in a brief with all that, um, I find the um, the being a citizen who cares about social justice aspect of Twitter is is hasn't been replaced anywhere else. So I wouldn't feel it's responsible for me as a you know cisgendered white middle aged male to tune that out. I need that. What's that? I'm a better citizen by by being present there to some extent, right? That's how I look at it. So, um, but it has been nice finding other places that have a different, um, have have other emphasis and tones and stuff like that. So, I don't know. It's not an either or thing for me. 
I guess there's a bonus topic for you in there. Um, but I'm still there in all, all kinds of places. But email's pretty great, too. You can reach me, uh, rob at shieldsstenzinger.com. And um, all I can say as far as the so now what's next is uh, I'll be, I think I'm going to post to a few places. I will dabble with this stuff, but I'm probably going to go to a pi- private feed on um, my uh, Buy Me a Coffee site and do more experiments there, build confidence, and then do more experiments in different places. Maybe some of the discords I'm um, part of, uh, I'm a member of different servers. I maybe, um, you know, sort of, sort of a progression of, of, um, just learning new habits, right? And so I don't feel awesome. Like if I picked Twitter as my place to say, I'm going to learn a new habit of, you know, just being a, um, a more frequently, uh, just a chatty and alive human being. And I'm like, Eh, Twitter doesn't feel like the right place for me to do that yet, right? So that's my loose plan, is to build up to maybe, let's say, a daily post here and there and visit different venues and um, see what connections grow. So that's uh, that's what I have for you today with the Polytechnicast. Um there will be more stuff showing up in my Buy Me a Coffee feed. Some of those things will be public. Some won't. And you can learn more about that with a link I'll put in the show notes. And uh, again, if you have other ideas or strategies, if you've dealt with this stuff before, and um, yeah, I, I welcome your questions and reactions. And we'll certainly, you know, reciprocate and, and feed that back into um, future posts. So, um, all right. Thanks so much for downloading this. I hope you've had a great 2022 and that you are in, I don't know, this is, this meets you well and you have a a good situation you're in. And if anything, that's not going the way you wanted it to go. I hope it helps, um, helps you, um, in, in some way. Right. I hope you don't become a people pleaser or something like that, that kind of adaptation, because that that's that's rough. That that means you've dealt with way too much. And um, but eh, this is a very awkward sign off. And just know that I I really care that and I appreciate you that you downloaded this and I wish good things for you. And. I express my deep gratitude in that I say thank you very much for listening.